Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. Left side, Donovan. Hard drive at Hardaway. Swings it through the backside of Hardaway's basket from the right to the left and then scores it. And the Jazz take an 11-10 lead. And Rick Carlisle takes a timeout. Boyan gets it. He's in the corner, guarded by Przingis. Przingis gets his long legs, traps him in the corner. Now retreating out is Boyan. He's got Kleba this time. He works off a pick, bounces it down low to Rudy, steps by the defense, takes it back behind his head and throws it through the cylinder. Timeout, Dallas. Utah by 22. Timeout, Miami. That's what you want to hear tonight. Spolster. No, I, it gets so bad tonight. I want to hear timeout, Pat Riley. Yeah, there you Riley. go. Riley comes stalking down from the 12th row. A little over Spolster. I got this. I think he's had his chances to do that if he wanted to. He didn't want it. Yeah, but he's just going to demand it. <laughs> a Miami Heater in town. This is the Jazz' last game before the All-Star break. They're going to be off until a week from Friday. So this is a chance to see them. Chance to see them win four in a row. Miami is a good team. Sure they are. Uh, very similar record. And on a West Coast swing, it has gone poorly. They lost to the Clippers, they lost to the Kings, they lost to the Blazers. Thank goodness the Warriors were on the trip. They're 1-3 coming in. This is their fifth and final game of this road trip. So, well, that last game of a road trip always feels like the last game of a road trip. (laughs) Both teams are 35-18. and PK has on the purple hoodie with the mountain logo, and that hoodie is uh, 4-0. Yeah, in my heart, it's 82-0. I mean, they gave it to us for free, so what the heck? <laughs> Miami is an excellent home team. Do you wear your jazz? Do you wear Because you got one. I did. You know, I actually saw it today in the closet, and I reached for something else. And have you ever worn it? I don't think I have. I'm is, saving it for a is, big Is game. it a work thing? Because, like, Monson won't wear any gear from any team. I mean, he wouldn't even wear gear in high school, I think, because you got to be objective. Even though no one believes that, <laughs> <laughs> but you got it. You got it. Like we should get him. His birthday's coming up for next. I think it's. Uh, oh, I know it's next month. It's like two, two and a half. Weeks. Get him. Get him jazz gear. We should get him all sorts of gear. Every every, <laughs> every guy on the station should get him a different thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Like anything you, Utah, me, anything BYU, to anything to tease slash Utah torture State. Gordon. I'm a, I'm on board. Scotty to Jazz. Gordon, what's up, buddy? Because <laughs> he won't wear it because he thinks that oh, I can't do that. It, it's against the code of ethics. <sighs> we should do that. I like that idea. Yeah. Heater 13 and 15 on the road. They're not a good road team. Excellent home team at 22 and three, and they beat the Jazz in Miami as they beat almost everybody in Miami. It's a tight game. Jazz lost by three. We've been looking forward to this rematch, but Miami not nearly the same team on the road at 13 and 15. So that game tonight, seven o'clock, and then into the All Star break we go. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. You know, there's still people skeptical. Can this work? Can this small ball lineup work? What, what do you say to that? We're going to make it work. <laughs> going to make the small ball lineup work, PK. Going to make it work. And the Rockets 
did make it work. They repelled a couple of fourth-quarter runs by the Celtics and they ended up winning 116-105. to 105. That small ball lineup has a much better chance of working when James Harden goes for 42 points. He was feeling it. Well, any ball. You could have tall ball, four centers, well, ball. and James Harden lighten it up. Yeah, I mean, you still have to play well just because you're short. Relatively speaking, doesn't mean you're going to win. You're going to have to play well. And that, that's the bottom line. You know, it's it's like the old thing. You hear football coaches say, we're going to get our best 11 out there. Have your best five out there as much as you possibly can. I don't care what height they are. James Harden went to the line again and again. He ended up shooting 18 free throws. He only missed one of them. That's an enormous number. And Westbrook shot 13. He was 10 of 13. He missed a couple. But Tennessee, see, that game must have been at home. Oh, yeah, yeah it was. It was. Yeah. They, shot, they shot 42 free throws to the Celtics, 25. That's a massive number. And made free throws with a difference. An 11-point win, they made 17 more than the Celtics. So, Rockets get the win. Uh, some of the other Western contenders playing weren't so fortunate. Oklahoma City at home lost to San Antonio, 114-106. to And the Clippers lost in Philly, 110-103. Referees or Paul George isn't going to come up big in big games, and this is the Clippers' Achilles heel, and this is why, even though they look good for the playoffs, nobody's absolutely sure they're going to pull it off. Well, he's 3 of 15. Yep. 20% shooting in, going to get it done. Leaves them vulnerable. And I guess for that matter, that's the Lakers' Achilles heel, too. Will their second star come through? Can you trust Anthony Davis in all the biggest games? That is the question for everyone to answer. Kawhi Leonard played, did his thing. He went for 30 points. He had nine assists and yada, yada, yada. But Lou Williams was 5 of 15 and Paul George was 3 of 15. And the Sixers win at home again. For all their issues on the road, they got the NBA's best home record at 25 and 2. So you go in there, you got an excellent chance of getting beat. And the Clippers did. Location, 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 PK. Forbes list of the most valuable NBA franchises. The Knicks, $4.6 billion. They're a horribly run franchise. They can't get to the playoffs, and on the rare occasions when they do, they don't last very long. But they're the most valuable franchise because they're the Knicks, and their arena is surrounded by a lot of people with a lot of money. And there you go. Jazz reportedly worth $1.55 billion. It's all play money. I mean, yeah, nobody's selling them anyway, right? They're, they're making too much money for anyone to sell them. So, all right, ESPN tonight: Lakers and Nuggets. That ought to interest you. That game starts at eight o'clock. So when the Jazz game is done, the second half of that will be going on. The Lakers in the top spot in the West. The Nuggets are second, a game in front of the Clippers, and two and a half up on the Jazz. DJ and PK. Hashtag College Basketball. Inbound to Merrill. Merrill <laughs> bounced it off to Roddy to himself, and he lays it up and in. The old trick, when you turn your back to the inbounder, bounced it off him, and Sam lays it up and in, and the Aggies up 42-35. Sam outside the three-point line. DeBrito back to Merrill. Six seconds on the shot clock. Merrill's got it great. Carvacho's on him. Rises, fires, and hits! Sam Merrill with a dagger three! Sam Merrill made all the big plays, scores 32 points, 20 of them in the second half. And most of that half, the Aggies led between 5 and 10 points. But when it got down to 1, he hit that 3. Also hit a couple of free throws in a 2-point game on the next possession. It's, it's good to have a senior who's feeling it on the yeah, road. I thought it got game. down to 0, actually. Uh, 
Yeah, that play, that's mental toughness right there. And that shot he hit at the top of the key to make it a two-possession game was just absolutely awesome. And there's just no doubt about it. And he just rose up. I think that he's got to have ability, but I think it's about more mental toughness. And that was the classic conference college game that I've spoken about for years to where you know them, they know us, everybody knows each other, we know what we're running. It's just a matter of who's tougher. And Merrill, to his credit, he got that. There was no doubt shot clock was running down. He was going to take it. You had to take it. He didn't have room to drive. I don't know that he's fast enough to blow by you anyway, but he just rose up from above the key there straight away. And it was a huge, sweet shot. Big win for the Aggies. They move into a tie for second place as they pass the Colorado State Rams in the standings. Now can they win out and let the teams around them on the bubble lose and slide into the postseason? That was a for a team that struggled on the road. That was a really big road win uh, to get that. Well, if they're playing well, I think it sounds stupid. But if they're playing well, they're an NCAA tournament team, and if they're not, they're not. I mean, and I know that sounds dumb, but capability is there when they're playing well. And I thought last night was one of their better games that I've seen them play. I haven't seen all their games, but that game I did. And I, you know, I've been in that arena many times over. It's not, a la- it's not a big, passionate fan base, but it can get passionate. It can be tough to play. I saw Majerus' teams have to bow right down the end. I'm talking nationally ranked teams. And Colorado State has had decent programs. They haven't had great programs. But a conference game in that environment, uh, it won't resonate necessarily with somebody from the ACC or what have you. But having been in that situation many times over with both BYU and Utah, that's a great win. I don't know that it was sold out, but that looked like a big crowd and it looked a passionate crowd. It looked pretty full when they Well, they only see 8,000. Right. They they, they hardly ever sell out anything. But... You think they had six there? Yeah, it was good enough. It right. was a great environment. The team is battling you, and it was you take that win, and that was very much a one that you can feel great satisfaction in. That, 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 that thing did not come your way easily. So now they finish out with four conference games against four teams that at the moment all have a losing record. Maybe when they get to the Lobos, I don't know what the Lobos schedule is like. They're 6-7, and seven, so they might have a winning record. But these are uh, really winnable games here starting in Fresno. What was the final last night? With uh, I went to bed with the Aztecs. 82-59. <laughs> oh, for a two-point game at halftime? Cutting, wow. Cutting down the nets. <laughs> I gave up. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to stay up late when I know the ending. And it's not one of our local teams. I also went to bed on that one because it was about it was halftime around ten o'clock. They're twenty five and zero now. I woke up and saw the score. I didn't oh. watch it. You didn't watch it. Well, well you, when you the Aggie, when the Aggie game was over, I, I Aggie, over. Aggie game. Yeah. I went to bed. I was watching it, but then you started uh, early in the second half. These guys are going to win, and I'm tired. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Colorado head coach Mel Tucker is taking the Michigan State job. Now, you're probably sitting there saying, wait a minute, you guys told me yesterday he pulled his name out. He did. He changed his mind. One year, he went 5-7, and seven, he pulled his name out, 
And then he decided he's going to East Lansing anyway. 5.5 million This reasons. is bad. I don't care if it's 5.5 trillion. <laughs> this is a bad, bad look for college sports. This is awful. Just pathetic. It's disgusting. If I'm a kid in Colorado, and I'm a booster, I'm a fan, I'm an administrator, I am absolutely furious. I have no connection to Colorado, and I am totally furious. This is the ultimate joke. Go on, take the money, and run. Whatever. It's it, it, To me, it's not about money. And I don't excuse it be saying, well, you would... No. Once you go out there and say, as he did on, what, Sunday, I'm committed to staying, it, at that point, you're committed to staying. You're not committed to staying. She said, I'm committed to staying unless they come back to me and raise their offer. You would have said that, then fine. But you did not say that. You think it's still, wouldn't it still be a bad look if coaches are leaving after one year, after going out and recruiting kids? Hey, come to Colorado. Of course. And then, phew, yes. After two years, yes. It depends on what you say to the kid. If you tell the kid, I want you to come here, but please know if I get a better offer for more money, I'm out. Then I'm fine with it. But don't put out on Twitter that says, I'm committed to my students and players here. And then two days, I don't care what the money is. It doesn't matter what the money is. Unless you say, unless they come back and really just blow me out of the water with an incredible offer, then I'm leaving. Sorry, goodbye. Then okay, fine. I'm okay with it. It's the second one-and-done coach in the Pac-12 in three years. Are we seeing the impact of the Pac-12 not having enough money to hold on to people? I mean, you can argue that Michigan State is just in a pecking order in their conference. That's a better job than Colorado. Willie Taggart in Oregon, that's arguably the best job in the conference. Certainly yeah, one but of the top he went two or three. Home and well, yeah. He's going to come up with a bunch of excuses. And then, uh, well, he got fired too, didn't he? He's at, uh, I think he's at Florida International now. So. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. Yeah, he plays Kiffin. That's what's called karma. Not the Kobe Bryant thing. <laughs> That's what's called karma. <laughs> All right, well, Colorado's back in the coaching market now. That's just completely and totally unacceptable. I, they've got to come up with some changes. We'll hit it here in a bit. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I definitely view myself as as a franchise quarterback. I think as as you look at you know the other questions and is it New Orleans? Is it somewhere else? Like I, as you go into free agency, this is the, the time that you start to mm. find out how people view you. And you know we haven't gotten into free agency long enough to really know how how these guys view me. And and we'll we'll just uh, handle it as it comes. That is Taysom Hill. What's going to happen? He wants to try his hand as a starting quarterback in the NFL. No, I think it's more than that. Really? Well, there's a difference between a starting quarterback and a franchise quarterback. He said he views himself as a franchise quarterback. So he wants someone to back up the Brinks truck and give him five years now? I... Well, everyone does. That's nothing new. I think that he's saying, I can be the face of your franchise. I can be a Drew Brees. I can be a Roethlisberger. On and on and on. Being a starting quarterback, that's fine. Go be a starting quarterback. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying he wants to be a franchise quarterback where everything revolves around me. I'm the man. I want to be the anchor. I am. Fill in the blank. We know who they are. They're out there. There are not that many of them. Most teams don't have them. He didn't say he wanted to be a starting quarterback. 
I think you got to be a starting quarterback before you can be a franchise quarterback. I think, I think that title is earned, in order to, to earned play not given, but I well, suppose everything the, is earned. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's being a starter is not given, is it? Uh, depends on your situation, I suppose. Yeah, if your dad owns the team and he's the you're the little league guy and he's the coach, maybe. <laughs> but. <laughs> Well, Miami, they gave it to Rosen. Did he really earn it? I mean, they, they gave, it, gave to it to Rosen. I don't think he started any games. They gave it to Fitzpatrick. Did he really earn it? Between the two of them, yes. Yeah. You can only compete with who's on your roster. It'll be interesting to see what the Saints do. For Taysom, I think if Bridgewater leaves, and well, I guess assuming they offer him, you got to throw in that. But then. The organization you know with Breeze, obviously at the end of his career, mulling retirement now, he might be done now. I mean, he really could have the keys to the car in New Orleans here really quick. Now, they could sign Bridgewater, too, and Breeze could retire, and Bridgewater could be the guy, in which case then Taysom needs to move on. If he wants to. Well, after what he just said, if they get, if Breeze retires and they give Bridgewater the deal... That doesn't mean that uh, somebody stays. else is going to give him a deal. Yeah. You can All say right. whatever you want, but uh, there's got to be teams out there who believe that you can be a starting quarterback and believe you can be. No one did coming out of the draft, going into the draft and coming out of it. And the 13 passes that he's thrown <laughs> in what, three years now? What is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Tim Lacombe coming coming on the show at 8 o'clock. He'll be stopping by to talk about the jazz and the heat tonight and former jazz player John Crotty, now Miami Heat TV analyst, is going to join us at 9 o'clock to talk about the game. So coming up next, PK... We can talk about college coaches, lack of loyalty to kids, taking the money and run, and a bad look for college sports. And a bad look. And a bad look for the Pac-12. And then we're gonna we're gonna be able to see the obvious difference between you and me. The obvious difference Mm -hmm. between you and me. Yep, you'll see it here. All right, that's coming up. DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 the zone.